Section 19 of Ketchup. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Peter Yearsley. Ketchup by A. W. and K. G. Bitting. Section 19. Organisms in Ketchup. Tomato pulp furnishes a medium suitable for the development of many organisms, as it contains all of the necessary food elements. The raw pulp has an acidity of from 0.2 to 0.4% usually, though there may be variation due to fermentation and other causes. On account of its mild acidity, it is especially suitable for the development of many yeasts and moulds, and some forms of bacteria. Consequently, there is present a varied and abundant flora if the pulp be held for an appreciable time before using, or if it has been made from tomatoes not properly sorted and washed. Where the black rot occurs on tomatoes, the tissue is hardened like cork, and if not removed on the sorting belt, is broken into small pieces by the cyclone, and appears as black specks in the ketchup, these being readily perceived by the naked eye. The white rot forms soft spots, which, though not so prominent as the black, carry much more contamination, as, apart from the bacteria, yeasts, and moulds present, they are often swarming with protozoa. These are not ordinarily recognized in the ketchup, as a chemical or physical shock causes them to contract, assume a spherical shape, and become motionless. In this condition they resemble the immature conidia of some of the moulds. Rarely, only one organism predominates in pulp from rotted fruit, then the rot consisting of a nearly pure culture. In all cases of soft rot, there is much more contamination carried, as the organisms are small and a greater number present in a given area. Whenever the inner tissue of tomatoes is exposed, organisms develop rapidly, the forms varying with the locality and the conditions in the pulp. Some of these organisms may survive the treatment of the pulp when converted into ketchup, or the original organisms may be destroyed, and a different set gain access and develop. But in either event, all the organisms, alive or dead, which were present at the period of manufacture, are found in the ketchup. It has been noted that certain brands of ketchup have predominating organisms present, which are practically constant from year to year. A method for the microscopic examination of ketchup, in order to determine the number of organisms present, is described in Circular Number 68, Bureau of Chemistry. It consists in an adaptation of a method used in examining blood in physiological and pathological work, and of yeast in the brewing, wine-making, and distilling industries. The outfit required consists of two parts, the microscope and the counting chamber, each with minor accessories. The optical outfit recommended for food examination consists of a microscope with eyepieces and objectives which will give approximate magnifications of 90, 180 and 500 diameters. It is advised that these magnifications be obtained by using 16mm and 8mm apochromatic objectives and times 6 and times 18 compensating oculars. Times 6 ocular and 16mm objective equals times 90 times 6 ocular and 8mm objective equals times 180, and times 18 ocular and 8mm objective equals times 500. Higher objectives being impracticable on account of their short working distances. This equipment is adequate for working upon blood or yeast, but is wholly inadequate for bacteriological work, except that of the simplest character. 
and under conditions quite different from those found in ketchup and other food products. The counting apparatus or chamber recommended is known as the Toma Zeiss hemocytometer, named after the designer and maker. The apparatus consists of a heavy glass slip on which is cemented a glass 0.2 mm thick, having a circular hole in the middle. In the centre of the hole is mounted a smaller disc, 0.1 mm thick, leaving an annular space. In the middle of the small inner disc are etched two sets of 21 parallel lines, which cut each other at right angles. The drop of liquid to be examined is placed on this square, after which it is covered with a specially heavy cover glass, which, if perfect and adjusted so closely that Newton's rings appear, gives a layer of liquid 0.1 of a millimetre in depth. The drop to be examined must be so small that it remains in the middle of the chamber, but in contact with the cover glass and bottom of the cell. Each side of the ruled square is 0.1 of a millimetre, and as there are 20 squares on a side, there is a total of 400 small squares, the depth being 0.1 of a millimetre. Thus, the cubical content of each is 1 4,000th of a cubic millimetre, or 1 4 millionth of a cubic centimetre. For convenience in counting, every fifth square is subdivided. Other counting chambers have been devised, based on the same principle, but varying chiefly in their rulings for convenience in counting. The other apparatus recommended consists of a 50cc graduated cylinder, slides and cover glasses. Since the counting chamber has been used extensively in blood examination and in yeast work, a brief description of the technique as followed in the latter may serve to give a better understanding of its limitations. First, in the preparation of the sample, the cylinder and flasks for mixing and the pipette must be absolutely clean. The liquid to be examined is shaken thoroughly and then the measured sample withdrawn as quickly as possible to prevent the cells from settling and diluted with weak sulfuric acid, about 10% which prevents any further development of cells, and also aids both in the separation of the cells from one another and in their suspension, the latter factor being important when only a single drop is taken for examination. When counting blood cells, a normal or other salt solution is used, so as to have the specific gravity of the diluent, approximately that of the blood serum. The dilution is made as low as possible, since the number obtained in the count has to be multiplied by the dilution coefficient, and any errors made are increased proportionately. A slight error when multiplied by the factor 4 million, the unit for each square, becomes very large in the total. The sample is shaken very thoroughly after the diluent is added. A drop of the liquid taken by means of a pipette, placed in the centre of the counting chamber, and the cover glass put in place. The withdrawal of the pipette and the transference of the drop to the chamber are done as quickly as possible to prevent the cells from sinking. The determination of the number of blood corpuscles, yeasts or other cells in one cubic centimetre, the unit of volume generally used, will depend upon the average found in a number of squares. The number of squares to be counted is determined by making counts until a constant average is obtained. For if a true average is not obtained, the counting, naturally, is of no value. If the mounts do not show uniformity in the field, they are repeated. In using the counting chamber for counting yeast cells and blood corpuscles, for which it was originally devised, 
the bodies to be examined are fairly large well defined and suspended in a fairly clear liquid usually of rather high specific gravity even with these favorable conditions the work must be done by observing the most careful technique in order to get relative results which will be of value and they are absolutely useless if any detail has been slighted or neglected in attempting to adapt the method to food products very different conditions are encountered conditions which are opposed to obtaining accurate results food products like ketchup consist of a mixture of solids and liquids in which are various forms of organisms the latter in varying condition due to their environment and treatment as well as to stages of disorganization in estimating the number of yeasts and spores in pulp or ketchup the tomer's ice counting chamber is used and the mount observed under a magnification of 180 diameters to prepare the sample 10 cc of the material has 20 cc of water added and is thoroughly mixed before taking a drop for examination the sample is allowed to rest for a moment to allow the coarsest particles to settle this step in the technique is not as clear as could be desired for what might be considered as thoroughly mixed by one microscopist as a half dozen shakings of the cylinder might not be so construed by another even with sixty shakings as the material consists of both solids and liquid this is a very important detail as it may easily account for some of the wide differences in results obtained by different workers on the same sample in a bulletin note footnote two is given at the end of this recording end note dealing with the examination of solid foods the following statement occurs relative to the shaking in order to be able to obtain the bacterial condition the longer the shaking the more perfect was the diffusion of particles it could not however be continued beyond a comparatively short period of time because of the multiplication of organisms with the quantities of tissue above stated ten minutes shaking was selected as a happy medium between an undesirable multiplication of the organisms on the one hand and the retention of the organisms by the tissue and the consequent lowering of the numbers found on the other the organisms in pulp or ketchup are dead or if alive do not possess such phenomenal power of multiplication therefore the shaking should be conducted with sufficient energy and for a sufficient time to ensure their separation from the tissue furthermore letting stand for a moment may mean thirty seconds or two or three minutes to different persons footnote two number one one five bureau of chemistry department of agriculture in all biological work involving the counting of organisms either by the plate or direct method in the case of yeast the operator works as rapidly as possible to prevent the organisms from settling so as to have them evenly distributed in order that he may obtain an average sample a pipette is used for removal of a drop of the liquid and the drop placed in the chamber as quickly as possible to prevent settling no directions are given as to how the drop of the diluted pulp or ketchup is to be removed to the chamber so that a stirring rod or other apparatus is frequently used as the solid particles interfere with the use of a fine pipette if the rod be inserted to the bottom or nearly to the bottom of the mixture and withdrawn slowly and another withdrawn somewhat rapidly a difference of fifty per cent or even more may result in the count 
it is not possible for different operators to use pipettes glass rods pen knives toothpicks and matches for drawing the samples and get comparable results it has been found that in all of these have been seen in use the counting of the organisms in pulp and ketchup some persons use distilled water others tap water some clean their measuring flasks and pipettes while others rinse them so that naturally reports are made of such varying numbers that manufacturers do not look upon the method with confidence it is only by using uniform methods and the same care necessary for other biological work that even an approximation can be made end of section 19